You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Anissa Foles. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Fergie Philippe. Hi, I'm Eliza Omen. Hola, soy Florencia Cuenca. Y yo soy Jaime Lozano. Hi, this is Elle Morgan Lee. It's Alex Brightman from Broadway and beyond. Hi, this is Joe Iconis. And this is Lauren Marcus. Y estás escuchando. And you're listening to B-Way Show. B-Way Show. B-Way Show. The podcast. Hey, friends. Welcome to B-Way Show, the podcast. Your home for theater conversations from a passionate Broadway fan and reporter. I'm your host, Shoshana, and I want to start off by emphasizing Black Lives Matter, period. The show must go on. It's show time. Get it? <laughs> because I'm Beetlejuice and she's show. Anyway, B-Way show time. You know, the whole being a podcaster thing. Listen or else. Welcome back to part two of my conversation with Lauren Boyd from the 100th episode of The Show Must Go On Line. Let's go. Camille, I hope I'm saying your name right. Hey, I have a question. Who is your favorite character to play? Ooh, oh, goodness. They're all so different. Favorite character. I actually really love my ensemble track because I, she's woman one, and I like to think that she is George Washington's wife, because there's a moment in the second act when George Washington is saying his goodbyes, he turns upstage, and then I put his coat on him, Ooh. and so because of that moment, I was like, oh, like, I'm, I'm Martha Washington. So I kind of created this whole like little backstory for her. It's kind of fun when you're doing like helpless or satisfied, like, cause she was married previously. And then her husband, this is like true story, Martha. She was married previously, her husband passed and then she met George. So she was actually the wealthy one in their relationship. Ooh. And so during helpless and satisfied, I'm like to pretend that like, I kind of see him there, but like, you know, I've got my husband with me. And then later on in the war, you know, it all happens. And then I meet George. <laughs> Long story short. But yeah, ensemble track. Yeah, well, they, they may not name the Tomcat after him, but that's true. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And when I'm backstage during that line, I go. <laughs> it's me. And everyone's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally, I'm such a nerd. And like, so silly and goofy and like, I probably shouldn't be, but like, that's just me. Are Sorry you kidding? It. That's the best. <laughs> so cute. Love uh, it all. I'm it constantly really getting in trouble because I'm like singing different harmonies, like making up my own harmonies backstage. And like, Shh, Lauren, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoops. I was just trying to, you know. Never mind. <laughs> or I'm the person who like 
like I'll dance really well on stage and then I'll get off stage and trip. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why am I the weirdest? I'm just, I'm just a nerd. You're describing how I feel every day. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So I'm in good company then. Very much, very much. But okay. but all of all the tomfoolery that we hear about backstage, the fact that you are coming up with this creative and also true backstory and are singing <laughs> beautiful harmonies, I'm sure like the least problematic thing. <laughs> oh, me? Like getting in trouble? <laughs> oh, I mean... Yeah, I always like, I always get so like sad. I'm like, oh no, I'm so sorry because I never want to like upset anybody or like be the one that's causing people to get in trouble. But yeah, yeah, I guess it's not so bad. I just have to, I have to sing a little bit lower. Fair. Not as, not as loud. Maybe not while I'm in the wing. (laughs) While they're waiting in the wings for you. Yes. Do you have any any moments on stage, any like goof moments that maybe at yeah. the time weren't as funny and now are hilarious? Yes. So, you know, we have that big turntable, right? So there's an outer donut and then the inner donut and they can move together or they move separately or, you know, sometimes they don't even move at all. And <laughs> we have to kind of just like figure out our spacing. Um, so that's that's been something that like, if it messes up, if it doesn't move, we have to kind of like do our tracking still or yeah. to like end up in the right spot. Or if it moves when it's not supposed to, which happened one time and we were all like, our, all of our eyes got super big and we're just like, okay, <laughs> just keep going, you know, be focused. And like, we're still like, we just watched each other. And I was really proud of us because there have been times where we like figured it out right where we were supposed to and it like worked out really great there have been times where our big ballroom dresses all slip and I fell once and that was like so embarrassing but thankfully it's only happened once knock on wood there was another time where Roddy one of our swings he was on for one of the tracks in room where it happened and he goes, we do this like big, like pot of cheval step that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of the same step as like in West Side Story when the jets come like snapping down, they do that pot of cheval. Yeah. So he does that and he actually kicked his shoe off and it flew into the audience. So like <laughs> rows four, five, and six were like, ah, because they have this shoe flying towards them. And I don't know if it hit somebody or if it just like fell on the floor, but somebody got it. And like, <laughs> was holding this shoe. Like, what do I do with this? And we're all on stage just like trying not to crack up. We just thought it was so funny because now he's, you know, dancing in one sock and one shoe. And the audience like slowly passes it forward <laughs> so that the shoe ends up like the person who got it was like, oh, and like set it on the stage. <laughs> so there's like this random shoe just sitting on the front edge of the stage. And we're dying, dying, like just hilarious, right? But anyways, one of our wardrobe people who found out came to the front of the house and like snuck up and was like, (laughs) took it off the stage and like ran back around. So we had a shoe for the next scene. 
<laughs> I was trying to figure out if he tried to do like a, a smooth move where he does one of those like there's so many of those cool dance moves I don't know what they're called mm-hmm. where you like slide forward but you know exactly how much to slide oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that he would just kind of like do that grab the shoe turn around put it on keep going but you know you I know guess. we think that too we're like that would be so cool if during this step you know I could like make that really cool grab happen because there have been like pan splits that have like left been left on stage mm-hmm. from Reynolds pamphlet we're like oh you know we're like okay you go this way and you like the da, 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 to like who's closest who's gonna like be able to get it without anybody noticing right and uh, so there's like lots of those sometimes it works out as well as it does in our brain but most of the time it doesn't it's just the awkward trying to pick up and we're like, it's like oh now everybody's looking at you is just you know you do what you can (laughs) and it's probably not as awkward as you think it is but I could imagine if if you have this heroic moment in your eyes and then (laughs) you try to do it (laughs) yes like we just picture ourselves just like swooping in and catching it and like going off without anybody noticing but yeah sometimes doesn't props don't want to cooperate oh that reminds me there is this this one time one of the girls she does this quick change to put her vest on and somehow a spray bottle that was like attached to we have spray bottles backstage that the wardrobe sprays the costumes in between like once we're done using them so that they can like get air and freshen up like between performances and that spray bottle somehow got attached to the strings in the back of her vest. Oh, no. So she comes walking on during the cabinet battle. And I went, oh, no. She has a spray bottle, a blue spray bottle, just, you know, attached to her back. And I was like, I tried to warn. There was no saving her. So she <laughs> sits in the chair and goes, what is this? And like pulls it out and was like, oh like just in the middle and just had to hold it you know for the rest of the cabinet battle in her lap so just like things that you just can't help but that's the fun part about live theater like you know you can watch the Disney plus version all day and it's beautiful but there's a lot of moments you don't get to see and a lot of those like fun live theater moments that just aren't the same so I really hope we're back soon yes 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 I know I 100% agree. And that's one of the reasons, I mean, there's so much conversation about like film theater experiences and people worrying if there's too much of that, will people still go to the theater? And I say, the more I see it on TV, the more I want to be there in person. Right. I'm glad you feel that way because I mean, I was worried too. I was like, oh, if this movie comes out, will people want to see it? But the more I hear people talking about it. They're like, oh, it makes me want to see it even more, which is so exciting and encouraging because that means that people will buy tickets and they'll come and we'll continue to have a job. So that's good. It's good news. A hundred percent. And like another comment about seeing it eight times in eight different locations, you get such a different experience that, Mm -hmm. you know, the the movie, the, the way that Tommy Kale and everyone directed the film was amazing, but also Mm -hmm. It's through 
the eyes that he's decided that you see it with, which are amazing. But also there's that wonderful thing when you're at the theater seeing it and maybe you focus on one ensemble member or you focus on someone's journey. And that's something that like only you can really choose when you're there. And that's the beauty of live theater that no two shows will ever be the same regardless of how many times you see it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this too, that like the more you see the show, the more you're like, oh, I didn't even know that was there. Yes. Like, oh, they do that? Oh, all the Scholar Sisters are in the surround during the entire show? There's so many, even now, like I've been in the show, well, I was about three and a half years in before we stopped. And it was, I was blown away every single day. Like, oh, this word means that? And they're referring to, I was just, it's, it's incredible. Lynn is so brilliant. But even the choreography, like, Andy is just so intentional about how he presents these little um, silhouettes in certain moments. And then they all tie together throughout the whole show. Like he has a language of his own that he has created. And even a moment where the first duel is happening, Hamilton and Burr are facing away from each other as if they're about to duel. And I saw that and I was like, what? That is such great foreshadowing. Like even in those moments that you're, you're not even thinking about. It's really cool. Are there any other moments like that, that people can either watch during the Disney plus or kind of keep in their head as they're getting ready to see a show live when that happens of things to keep an eye out for? Yeah, so a couple moments come to mind. Peggy, at the very end of Act One, um, in real life, she she dies. But she is actually kind of in, in like a silhouette in the surround. So, you know, those that beautiful moment where Angelica's with Hamilton and she slowly moves away as Eliza comes to him? Mm-hmm. It's in that moment. So he gets to say, you know, his hello, goodbyes to the sisters and even Peggy up in the in the corner in the dark, and she does this beautiful cross. So they're all on stage at that at that moment, which you probably wouldn't know. Another moment is <laughs> this one cracks me up. So <laughs> satisfied, I think it's satisfied, where because there's no like walk backstage and walk around the back of the set and come to the other side. We have to go down the stairs, walk in the basement, and then come back up. Mm-hmm. on Broadway I, it's different uh, you know with the tours obviously each theater is different but for us we have to like go down and around so <laughs> there was not enough time for Lafayette and Mulligan I think is, are the two there's not enough time for them to do this cross to go down and out and around so during Satisfied they actually <laughs> they walk across the back of the set and you can see them and what I had heard was that they were just supposed to like walk, but it became this, like the guys, they made up their own choreography. So they hold up this, this, their, um, their glass and they like do this like marching thing across. <laughs> and it's just like the most random thing. You're like, what are these two guys marching across? And you see them for all of two seconds. Cause they just come in that doorway in the back. And mm-hmm. like, what? Why? <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> I guess it's, hilarious though every time I see I just crack up like it just it's so oak and David like that's yes. just like, what they would do it's like just do this like marching thing I'm like oh, gosh it's so funny 
I'm going to have to definitely keep an eye out for that next time. <laughs> yes. Yes, please do. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's so good. Do you have a few more minutes or I, I don't want to, yeah. I see a few more things and I, I want to get to as many questions as we can, but uh, yes, I want to um, answer as many as I can. So the lovely Becky Haycock is saying, Lauren, I miss you. You are the absolute sweetest. And I miss the week I was in New York City last January and getting to see you at the stage door every night after I stage doored the show I've seen. Oh, thank you, Becky. That's so sweet. Send me a picture of us if you took one. I'd love to see it. Oh, yes. And someone earlier I saw said that you liked their cosplay that they did. And that really meant a lot to them. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, I think it's amazing that people dress up like us and, you know, sing songs and do duets and TikToks and all of these fun things on on social media and Instagram. And so I I love it. Keep it up and send it to me so I can like repost it. I love reposting your guys' stuff. And Steve saying, Lauren, you made my day when you liked the picture of our corgi puppy dressed as King George III. Ah! Okay. I love when dogs dress up as Hamilton. Yeah. Like to me, I definitely want to get one of those like portraits where like you put your dog in a 1700s outfit like that or 18, 1800s. 1800s? You know what I mean. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I would, I think that would be so funny. So I love it when dogs are dressed up like the king. Like that just, it cracks me up. And they're just the sweetest babies. I love dogs and cats. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I love dogs. <laughs> we're partial to dogs. It's okay. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I need to see this photo. So, you know, you should message. If you tag me in it after, I will definitely share it. Send me all of the dog photos, especially. And tag me too. Oh, please, yeah. please, please. I seriously, I need to find an artist who could put my dog in like a Peggy dress or something. That would oh be my God. hilarious. Oh, yeah. Fully. <laughs> Andy is saying. Mm-hmm. Just in the three different theaters, but nine different casts, it was amazing. I catch something new every time. The movie was well done, but I missed watching it on stage. Oh, thank you, Andy. Yeah, I miss it too. We miss it so much. Yes, yes, yes. And everyone's saying that nerds are the best. So you are definitely oh. good me. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm in good company. <laughs> Please, we do every day. <laughs> The Martha Washington story is amazing and will, it really adds some good depth to the character and it's something for us to all keep an eye out for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tell me if you can find that moment where he puts the coat on. I don't know if you can see it in the movie. Mm. Um, I, I didn't notice it, but like, you'll be able to see that like he doesn't have a coat on and then he has a coat on. So yeah, it's woman one. Yes. She's always there. <laughs> she's always there always watching <laughs> no. she's waiting the wings for you <laughs> oh man funny so I definitely want to talk about Broadway Babes tell us about that okay. yeah so Broadway Babes is an outreach program that I started that blesses senior citizens one Broadway show at a time And basically what that means is um, I love volunteering my time at local senior centers and teaching them how to tap dance. And they love it too, because it gets them moving. And I play songs that I, that are like old songs that have like been redone and made new. So it's kind of like this hybrid of the old and the new coming together. And like we put on performances every spring and fall. Um, So I've been working with the Actors Fund 
And they they have a space called the Dorothy Ross Friedman, where a lot mm-hmm. of the senior citizens have been housed. And so we meet there and we dance. And it's more of a blessing, I think, to me than it is for them, because I get to meet some incredible people who have so much wisdom and so much experience of life. And a lot of them were Broadway performers who have since been retired and, you know, are just it's just so encouraging to me that they they still love to dance and love to perform. And, you know, I have a, a different array of people who come in. Some people have never taken a dance class before in their lives. And they're like, I just love the music. And it reminds me of, you know, when I was in school and in high school. Or, and I'm like, it's just so cool that music is so powerful. Dance is so powerful. And they're both universal languages that 85 or eight years old and still understand the power of music and dance and performing so it's really special I love that so much as this limbo he specifically came from the other room just to hear it (laughs) oh thank you (laughs) so sweet Dance is such a big part of our family. My mom taught Israeli dance at the Hebrew school, which was like one of my favorite things. And wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun. And when I live in New York, right now we're in Washington State during quarantine, but um, I actually live with my grandma at home. So it's actually really special hearing what you do. Thank you. That's awesome. What's your grandma's name? Paulette. 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 That's a beautiful name. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Paulette should come to our classes. Um, (laughs) I started putting classes online for the seniors so they could watch um, on YouTube at their leisure. And then I have come to realize that a lot of them don't know how (laughs) to (laughs) get on the internet and and find these specific links. So uh, right now it's unfortunately on pause. But when we get back, I rely heavily on donations of tap shoes. So that like they can have something to dance in. Uh, So if you have any leftover tap shoes or jazz shoes or whatever you like that you decide that you want to get rid of, or if you want to donate them, that would be really awesome. And you can send them to the Actors Fund, the Dorothy Ross Friedman in New York City. That'd be really helpful. But we're going to we're going to start that all back up when it's safe and everyone feels comfortable. And yeah, (laughs) hopefully that's soon. Yeah, that's so sweet. And I can tell you, at least based on my grandma, attempting to even show her my YouTube videos that I do for a living, it's it's adorable because she's like, yeah, whoa, what is that you? Is that you? (laughs) That's me, grandma. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really, it's been really um, a difficult time for me because I, I miss them so much. And it's hard not being able to see them every week and to check in. And one of our gentlemen, unfortunately, has passed. And I don't think it was COVID related. I think he was just, you know, old. But he, oh, yeah, I I really miss them a lot. I could imagine if you are so involved with that, like it's a part of your journey that's been put on pause and put on hold mm-hmm. and I know, I know everyone will be very excited when, when that can come back for sure. Yes, I hope so. So Mike Anthony, hello, Mike. Mike. Okay. First of all, let me just say something about Mike Anthony. So he's amazing. He is one of our, he's the bar manager at the show. 
uh, at the Richard Rogers. And um, so he has been there doing that for years and years. And so he's seen like the original cast all the way up until now. And so he has a lot of insight and he just came out with this book that you all should purchase and read. And he tells a bunch of stories of like his journey there. And then he also, I just saw him on my Netflix, like pop up. Yeah. (laughs) So love you, Mike. Hope you're well. Yes. So much love. So much love. Mike came on the series, the week Hamilton, actually the day Hamilton came on Disney plus he came on the series and what a a good human. Thank you, Mike. (laughs) He's awesome. Yes. So uh, Mike says, on top of being a world-class singer, actor, dancer, I've heard you're a mean softball player. True? Oh, (laughs) no, (laughs) it is not true. Mike, I don't know where you're getting your information, but (laughs) it is not true. I am not really like sporty at all. (laughs) I, (laughs) I'm a good, like, sit in the stands and like cheer on my team I wasn't a cheerleader in high school I was in the drama club but like I will gladly cheer on you know the Hamilton team because that's what me and Nessa do we always go to Broadway softball league in the summer and it's around Nessa's birthday so she dresses up I put a little jersey on her I wear my jersey and then but no I don't I'm not good they they don't want me in their team. <laughs> I will lose. No, I'm sure but I did all the games. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, I started actually playing golf, which is really fun, and I feel like Ooh. that's pretty easy. And then also during quarantine, I've gotten back into archery, so I've what? been doing like some fun stuff like that. And like, here's another little crazy thing about me. Maybe I just love movies a lot, but like to me, archery is really adventurous and like something I could do in a movie. And also drifting. I love drifting. So that's like a really fun thing like that I like to do on my own. Look at you, adventurer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Very much. (laughs) I think it's fun. I just got Mike's book in and I would love to show everyone. Stand by. Can you have a guest come in and maybe he can show his book? (gasps) What is that? Come here. Oh, she's done. She's out of here. <laughs> She's like, I want to, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I know. She probably heard Slimbo barking and was like, this is a battle. Um, or maybe because I was talking about her with Broadway Softball League, huh? Because you love them. She's like a little mascot. You love playing softball. Oh. Ness is a good sporty girl. Ooh. Lisa's asking, what's drifting? Drifting is like that cool like Tokyo Drift movies that you see where the car actually puts itself out of control, but like the drivers are definitely in control and like curves around these turns. So I would compare it to like being on Broadway. Like it's, there's a lot of fear and excitement and fun and like you're so nervous, but there's lots of energy and you have to be like totally aware of what's happening inside your vehicle, which is exactly like Broadway. That's the best way I can explain it to anybody who's like, oh, what is the feeling? That's the feeling. Wow. That sounds <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. Ooh, there it is. See you like, oh. We're all such big fans. A little. Yeah, I don't have my copy yet, but I'll have to get it soon. my birthday. Life at Hamilton. Let me put With it a shot next to it. Brilliant. 
<laughs> not thrown away your shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I don't drink at all, but um, Mike's just the best. So I'm always at the bar. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey Mike, how's it going? Okay. <laughs> and Sarah Larson, who also works at the Hamilton Bar. Amazing. Yes. We yes. did the FLS Academy together. So big The fan. what Academy? The Freestyle Love Supreme Academy. So cool. What? <laughs> that is super cool. Who do you do that with? Oh my gosh. So let me tell you. So the, <laughs> when I heard that Freestyle Love Supreme, 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 Supreme was going to Broadway and mm-hmm. that they had a few extra slots in their academy course, I, I'm not a freestyler. I don't really sing or rap except, you know, at home here in front of Slimbo. And turned out to be this magical experience where it's partially like shockwave and jelly donut and two touch like the people who are on Broadway with FLS but then also they have like all these facilitators who took the course and now teach it and they it's it's an eight-week course I believe and it culminates in this whole performance that we did at the Greenwich House Theater wow And when I say Greenwich House Theater, I mean in the (laughs) upstairs at the gymnasium, but it was so much fun. (laughs) How cool. That's still really cool. Yeah, it was neat. And now we do rap recesses every week, every Sunday. We like freestyle for an hour, which has been like such a saving grace during quarantine where you feel like so isolated from people. And here's this opportunity to just freestyle and talk about your day and whatnot. It's pretty awesome. How fun. We should do a rap battle. The issue on the table. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Who has a better dog? Imagine that. No, all dogs are perfect. Everyone believes they have the best dog and they're right. Right. So true. But seriously, can I hear some of your rapping or? Oh my gosh. Lauren. You know what? I I had you sing. So I'm going (laughs) to. Yeah, hold on. Let me take a sip from my Hamel mug. Yes, let's go. I'm excited. So it's B-Way Show coming to you here on the 100th episode in a year. It's so crazy, just off the dome. I don't know what's going through. Coming to your home through the YouTube on the B-Way Show on the YouTube screen. Yeah, I'm here with Lauren Boyd, Hamilton. You're not annoyed that we're going over an hour, you see, because you're so cool. It's the place to be. Yeah, the room where it happens, that's where we are now. We got Slimbo and we got Nessa Rose. We got the dogs and we got the actor, got the singer, we got the bouncing and we're just having some fun and I'm happy to have you, happy to have a little run going up and down the stairs. Yeah, that's what you do at Hamilton and here when you're trying to get your pup and you gotta see what's up and up. All right, I'm gonna turn it back to you because this has been so much fun for you and me. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you at the show. Woo! That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That was so cool. My goodness. Wow. How <sighs> fun is that? It makes me want to do something now. Please take it away. <laughs> so I did write a little rap, but this was like before Hamilton. Like, let me see if I can remember. Okay. Boom. 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 Boom, boom. Well, my name is Lauren and I like to tell you about my life and my strife. Got no wife because I like men. Gonna pretend you're my honey with some money rolling up and down this town. 
do you want to leave now? This door so good, but you're going to miss out on a really great show. I'm only 23. Look at me. One, two, three. Testing, resting, stop. Uh, so I wrote it when I was 23. I'm not 23 anymore, but uh, <laughs> it's not really a rap. It's more like singing to rap music, which was just preparing me for the show. So I had no idea. Pretty cool. Lauren, <laughs> you continue to blow us all away. Blow us all away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the babies want to be involved. They're like, yeah. <laughs> roof, roof, roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fun. You're wow. amazing. Thank that's you. really cool. Honestly, I mean, I talk about it all the time, but part of the reason why I love being a part of the FLS Academy is that a year ago, I couldn't have done that. I would, like, maybe I would have tried. I've always been adventurous, but like, I mean, not drifting adventurous like you. (laughs) It's fun to get out of your comfort zone and just not preparing anything and just kind of feeling the beat in your own brain and you snapping along really helped. Whatever comes out, the biggest thing is that you don't have to rhyme and it doesn't have to be perfect. And it's, it is perfect just by you doing it. And that's like the best thing that you can learn. Yeah. And I hope people leave with that today is that it's okay to fail. It's, it's sometimes failing is the most beautiful thing because it just, you know, I don't think there's any wrong way to, to rap. There's no wrong way to dance. It's just your interpretation of it. And so I, I love, like I said, doing things that scare me. And that's because like, I've just learned that what's on the other side of fear is, is something really beautiful. So if something is scaring you and you're like, Oh, I don't know if I should try out for that job or audition for that musical. Like I would say, just go for it. And, and if you don't get it, then at least, you know, you tried, but it's, it's so worth it just to like keep failing and not booking so that when you do book that job or get that whatever, or Maybe it's even like going to school if school scares you and you want to like jump back into that. It's, you know, just go for it. You know, I'll be supporting you 100% if it works out or if it doesn't. It's the best advice, honestly, because it's similar to how we started this whole episode, which is people think that you just get to where you are and it takes Mm -hmm. the failing, whatever failing is, but it's also not failing because it's a different part of your journey. You know, like I originally wanted to be an Olympic reporter. That was like my dream. But then after like reporting in sports and being an on-air news reporter, and I realized that I always, as Hamilton as it sounds, or as Burr as it sounds, I just wanted to be in the room where it happens. Mm -hmm. That truly was just my dream, was just, I wanted to cover events that got me the access to talk to the people who were doing the thing. Because I'm I'm not, you know, I love singing and sports and I love acting, but I knew that that wasn't my journey. But I could like interview the people who were doing it or I could film it. And that's truly what it's about is going through the different journeys of your life to get to that part that really feels right. Because there's... Mm -hmm you know, like sometimes you do like a whole twist and turn and take things that you never thought you would do. You, I never thought that I would be a Broadway reporter, let alone like chatting with you today. And it's, I'm so happy. I'm like beaming. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what do they say? You'll never work a day in your life if you're doing what you love. True. I think it's true. Like I just happen to get paid to do what I love every day. It's really, really cool. 
And I know there's a lot of people feeling discouraged right now, especially with, you know, not having a direction or having a real focus. And that's a, you know, that's a real thing. And those are real feelings, but, you know, just take it one step at a time. For me, I loved, I, (laughs) I think how I got Hamilton is when I moved to New York, like I said, it took me six months is I did one thing every day that would lead to my Broadway debut. And so you can turn that into anything that you want to do. If you do just one thing every day, and maybe that one thing is just getting up in the morning and getting out of bed. Like sometimes that's really difficult to do Yeah. in, in a day where you're just not feeling it. If you just do one thing every day, that's going to get to your goal. There's nothing that can stop you. So, yeah. Wow. Mm, I feel so inspired because it's so true. Sometimes just taking Slimbo out for his two walks a day feels like, you know what? I've had a good day. I've spent some time with him. I've taken care of his needs and having, I don't know how you feel, but having a pet, having a dog, especially, it gives you this sense of like, well, I'm taking care of another being. And even if I'm tired and I'm cold and it's raining outside, but I need to make sure that they're okay. And that gives me that extra motivation. Absolutely. Yeah, there have been times where I <laughs> I could have just been in bed all day, but I'm like, no, I need to get up and take care of Nessa. Like I am a professional, not a professional, but I groom her. I uh, give her baths. I cut my yeah. own hair now. I do my own nails now. Like I've learned so many new things that can save me so much money during this time. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> I don't mind knowing all these cool different things to like save some money and like just say you know, like at a party for like random fact, like, oh yeah, I groom my own dogs, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's like pretty cool. Makes you feel good. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I know we've like totally gone over it and I appreciate you so much. I mean, your your generosity is just so, it's pouring through. So thank you. Thank you. you. So I know we spoke about Broadway Babes, but I always like to just open it up if there's any other nonprofit or charity or anything else that you came into today wanting to make sure to share with everyone. Yeah, I mean, a few months ago, I would have said, make sure you're registered to vote. Now, I would say, yeah, if you if you have the opportunities and the time to donate to the Actors Fund, like that would be great because there's a lot of resources for um, struggling actors out there who can't afford to be in their homes and can't afford to basically live right now because we don't have the options of, you know, doing our jobs. So that would be really helpful. Also buy Mike Anthony's book. And I also do Broadway mentor sessions. So if you all want to message me directly on Instagram, I'd be more than happy to talk to you about that and what that would look like. And so there's lots of different ways to, to help support us you know, during these times, I think everyone's kind of just getting very artistic and fancy and creative and coming up with different things. So yeah, there's lots of stuff that you can help us out with. And where can people find you on social media? Yeah, of course, at Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, M for my middle initial and Boyd, B-O-Y-D. So Lauren M. Boyd. Awesome. Awesome. And y'all can find me at B-Way Show. That's B-W-A-Y-S-H-O. 
<laughs> yes, yes, all the way around here. <laughs> the wonderful Chelsea Hill, aka Illustrating Diva, jazzed up my logo and made it this beautiful thing. So thank you. Thank Gorgeous. you so much. We mentioned B-Way Show, the podcast, which is so exciting. And the show trans. We do weekly trivia and monthly video chats. And it's just, it's this wonderful community. And I appreciate y'all supporting me so that I can continue having these wonderful conversations. It's just the support to be creative, like you're saying, has been overwhelming and so appreciated. So I thank all of you big hearts. <laughs> thank you so much, you guys. I really appreciate your questions and for watching and yeah, continue to follow us so you can hear more up-to-date Broadway news. Yay. Lauren, thank you so, so much for spending the day and celebrating the 100th yes. episode with me. Yay. It was so fun. Thank you for having me. I yeah. feel very honored to be part of your 100th. <laughs> I'm honored you said yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. And thank y'all for watching. This has been so much fun seeing you interacting and commenting along and even chatting with each other in the group chat. I mean, that's just the best. <laughs> I love I love when everyone's having fun. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Wear a mask. Be safe. And we'll see you at the show. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the 19th episode of B-Way Show, the podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review so you can be a spy on the inside for future episodes. The interviews don't stop here. Join me on B-Way Show YouTube for The Show Must Go On. Line, 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 line. Congrats, Judy Kotner, on winning the B-Way Show, the podcast giveaway. Guess what? We have another giveaway coming up with Ashley Kate Adams. Win her new book, BYOP. Be your own producer. Head over to B-Way Show Podcast on Instagram to learn how. Thanks to all the show trions and special shout out to the showstopper and show nanigans levels. Here we go. Alyssa Wallace. Ashley Stazak, John Benson, Shannon Wheeler, Judy Kotner, Naomi Kotner, Lisa Michelle Martin O'Neill, Eva Finklawson, Teresa Piliero, and Andy Gilderhus. If this was your jam, you can become a Showtreon. Head over to patreon.com slash show. We do weekly trivia and monthly video chats. It's a fun time. Come check it out. Thanks as always to Kyle Braxton, aka Geddon, for these awesome beats, Jelani Remy for the beautiful intro riff, Alex Brightman for the Showtime promo, Chelsea Hill, aka Illustrating Diva, for the cool cover art, and all the wonderful guests. And all of you, thanks for listening. We don't know the future of live theater, or when Broadway will be back, but we do know it's on all of us to get through this pandemic. Wear a mask, be safe, and let's take care of ourselves. We'll see you at the show. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 
Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.